This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, Shalom Aleichem, everybody. Thank you for joining us. It's now 3.04 p.m. Uh, I am actually stateside for the first uh, time in seven months and uh, very happy to uh, to be a little bit closer to the audience, but also happy to be with those who joined us from Arts Israel. We're privileged to have Rabbi Lopiansky join us in the second of what is part of a four-part series. Uh, we had Rabbi David Aaron last week, and with God's help later this week, we will be hosting Rabbi Beryl Gershenfeld, and next week the series will conclude with Rabbi Tatz on Tuesday as well. So we're looking forward to the talk that we're about to hear now, as well as uh, with God's help presentations on Thursday and on Tuesday to come. Um, Rabbi Lopiansky, I think, does not need much of an introduction to our Sibur. Uh, we've had the great opportunity to hear from Rabbi Lopiansky at previous uh, live events in Lakewood, in Connecticut. Um, we have had the opportunity to have him address our Sibur on topics of the day, including most recently uh, a very, very um, important presentation just in the, in the few days after the George Floyd incident, uh, pr- providing perspectives on, on racism and Ruchnius and Judaism uh, and public policy today. So that was really meaningful. And every time we have the opportunity, uh, we all leave very gratified. So without any further ado, I uh, want to hand it over to Rabbi Lopiansky in Maryland, uh, who will be speaking on the topic today of does Judaism subscribe to natural morality? So Rabbi Lopiansky, thank you so much for joining us, Kultiv. Okay, this is a, a topic that really is at the heart of a lot of issues that we grapple with, whether we recognize it or not. And it comes in two distinct areas. One area is when something happens like you know, the, the George Floyd killing and stuff like that, where events that don't have a sifkat and shoharach, and we're asked, um, what is the Torah opinion? What a Torah observant Jews feel? Um, are we do anything about it? And so on and so forth. So there seems to be a lacuna in Torah. And then the question is, does natural morality exist? In other words, okay, you forget about the Torah, but um, there is, don't you just feel, as a human being, don't you just feel X, Y, and Z? That's one broad area, and it covers the vast majority of these type of events that don't really conflict with Allah, but they don't have any real place that you can sort of put a finger and say, simon is cotton. The second area, which has become, I think, more and more, um, what's the right word for it? It, It's it's starting to become a lot more dominant, even in so-called orthodox circles. Um, It has become very popular on Roshani and Kippur, being that many rabbis are perfect themselves, communities, whether perfect or not, you don't want to antagonize. So the only one you can call out is God. So you put God on the uh, lectern and you say, no, no, no. How could you tell Avram to shech his son? How come you broke your covenant with us? How can you tell us to kill a Molech? And, you know, v'chulo, v'chulo, v'chulo. Um, and which means as follows, that um, the Torah has to answer to a natural morality that certain things are just absolutely wrong, uh, quote, unquote, no matter who says it. Now, I, I, um, I'm, I, I, I would be a lot more cynical about the people who, after being well-fed and patting their tummies, come up and decide to call, you know, I, I mean, it, there's something about it goes beyond ludicrous, but I don't, I want to stick to the point. I want to stick to the topic. And, and I, I, I want to address it in logical terms. So this is natural morality um, vis-a-vis the Torah. Can the Torah tell us to kill Amalek? And this is really, uh, the fact that there are some people, Orthodox, who find it important to protest this, that, and the other thing, you can say, okay, it's not our thing, but it's, it's a good thing, it is, whatever. It, it's not a direct steer either. But when, when, when statements about killing a molek, crop up, 
then we have a real issue. Um, and I would like to try and to address it, how we look at it, how we understand it, and so on. The term for natural morality, um, the technical term, philosophical term, is naturale lex, which means natural law, um, in, in order that there exists some natural law which everyone's beholden to. A, a, a country can make laws, but they can't negate those um, natural laws, which are in America or certain Western countries that every person has a right for freedom and so on and so forth. In, in Soviet Russia, everyone had a right to sit in Siberia sometime in his life, but, but, but there's some rights that are inalienable and they can't be, and they can't be removed. And um, how do we, how do we deal with that? Yes, no, hulu. So let's look at some Mikoros that seem to indicate there is a natural law. And then let's use, um, and let's, let's structure it appropriately and understand um, my high. So I want to first say Obatura Bene Bechayas, which um, and are, and one is in Pashas Noach. It's, it says, So it says they did terrible things, but it says that Chamas. And even though Chazal speak about what is Zor and Gilarayas, it says, so the an alagezel. So Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar says, "Kiyazil oven agodl, asha olav niskarvo mitaras michitas ramabul." He's going back on psukim in Yeshaya, where he warns them that 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 you know there are various alag ramabul of gzeilo vatam lefi shehagezel min amitzus amuskalos. Gezel is an intuitive. Um, an intuitive mitzvah. Even if it wasn't given, a person would find it intuitive to him. It's, it's axiomatic that something that belongs to someone else does not belong to you. That is one Rabbein Bechaya. A second Rabbein Bechaya um, about Anjei Stein. So it says Anshi Storm had all these terrible, terrible meisim um, that they did. And he says like this. Because they were, um, they were always into stealing, forcibly expropriating stuff and so on. There's no nation in the world that don't doesn't help each other. But Anshistom were the opposite. They were anti-charitable. They were cruel. So yes, a question, but they weren't told that they have to be kind or nice or mention. Stucker is Intuitive. It is something that is disgusting. It is something despicable that a person should see his kind laying hungry. And he is well fed and stuffed. And he, and he doesn't care at all to, to help him. That's any human being. Certainly someone that's of your nation, lives in the same city, So um, so again, Rabbi Nochayas says, minimal charity for starving persons, some human being, is muskolis, intuitive. And if you don't have that, you deserve misa and so on. Parenthetical remark. I'm always, I, 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 I'm always put off when people affiliate Yiddishkeit with Republicans or Democrats. My feeling is when neither Republicans nor Democrats, we eat and whatever halachas we, we look at, at our own guide. And when people today, it's, it's, it's appropriate to be from a Republican, 
and um, the Democrat welfare state, Rabbi Nochaya says to see people laying hungry and starve when you're well fed and not do anything about it is axorious. It's, 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 it's something that this was, Stone was punished for. He doesn't, he speaks much less about the cool things they did than the fact that they could tolerate people starving. So, but that's a side point that I don't want to get into it not two weeks before election. And uh, I, I want to stick to the main point. Okay. So we have over here um, two Mekoros. A third Makor that I would like to bring is a Ramban. Um, the Ramban is here. It's in Vasisa Yoshevatov from Dvorim, and he says, um, he speaks about Asisa Yosheva Toiv is Pshora Lifnim Shor Sadin. Vakavona Bazer, Kimitrilo Oma Shetishma, who Koiso Vedoisa Vashetsifra, Vata Yemacho Gama Vashaloitsifra, even things that you weren't told, Tendaitro Lasses at Tovashev Enov, do things that are Toviosha, Ku Oiva Tevoshka, Spoch likes Toviosha. It's a very important this mitzvah. It's impossible to list every single interaction between human beings. Once the Torah gave many, it's told you and 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 therefore um, it, it, a person has a chiv to do. Everything Lefnim Meshur Sadin in the Yonim of Mominis. This is this is part of the Ramban who says the same thing. By Shabbos, he says the same thing. By Arias, Al Koponim, these, these are Mekoros that seem to indicate that there is an outside parallel, whatever you want to call it, Mahalach, that goes beyond the, the um, Halacha and dictates being nice, good, fine, however you want to describe it. Um, there's also a, um, I believe we have here, um, there's, there's, there's a mission like that, Al-Koponim, there are different places of the same nature. So I, I want to explain the points over here because people confuse these points, and I think we need to lay out um, the, the, the whole, the entire picture, the way it is. The Rambam, um, in his Yisaidiya Torah, in, in Ikriya Torah, in Ikrim, the Rambam says that it says in the parishes Lisa Bracha, it says, This is a very, this is probably the shortest Rambam, the way he brings his Ikrim. And he goes on the Pasik, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is called Alekei Kedem. What does that mean? So the Rambam says HaKadmus, meaning primary. We have a chiv to believe that the one God which we're discussing, is primary. And anything that is a um, is a uh, that, that anything else that exists is later. For and we have many many rays on this in Kisra Kodesh. In the words is something which is a. Um, Describing Kashmir's like Kedem tells us that this is an essential description of Kashmir who is Kedem. Let's talk about the implication of this. When we talk about Kashmir who being Kedem, being Kadmon, is it just an abstract philosophic argument? Was this first? Was this first? Was this first? And it's another wonderful fact about Kashmir who being the most, the best, the greatest that he was the firstest. Is that all that it's Nagea? And the answer is no, absolutely not. This is a very critical piece. And even though the Rambam Moran of Ruchim spends a large amount of time 
saying that even according to Aristotle, who believes in Kadmus Olam, he can still prove uh, everything that he needs to prove, the Akadshbaruch, Zech, and so forth, it is wrong. Um, and Aristotle doesn't really, he believes they came simultaneously, but al um, the, 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 the this is a, a yesod that goes beyond just who's bigger, better, stronger. And let me explain why. There's a hierarchy, and the hierarchy dictates the lower rung, the parameters of the lower rung. Let's take an example. The United States government, the federal government, is the big circle. The states derive power from the Constitution that gives it to them. I know the Shintas on it, but we'll, we'll stick to a simpler form. The, the, the counties derive their power from the states. And particular agencies in the county or in the city derive their power from the city government and, and so on and so forth. The Nafgamina is, if you have a contradiction between two, the county cannot override the state's dictums because the county came from the state and not the other way around. So, you know, it, it, whatever is the hierarchy tells me which direction can be mafrich, which one. If let's say from a bag of a hundred uh, of a hundred kilogram of sugar, I can extract up to 100 kilograms of sugar. If I have a bag of 200 kilograms of sugar, I can't say it came from the 100 kilograms of sugar because in, if it's not Nishurish, it's not there in the Hemshech. So there's always a hierarchy. When I look around at the world, when I identify laws of nature, I've identified the highest rung on the ladder. And the law of nature says that um, X, Y, or Z. Things can't be created. Things can't be destroyed. Uh, it, it, whatever it is that we assume as basic laws of nature, when we find um, something to be different, we will, we will say, it's, 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 it, I have to explain it within that. So how come if I can't destroy matter, how come I can take a match and burn a big pile of paper? So I, I need to answer that. And my answer is because I, it, it became gas, it became ash, it became this, it became that, and I have a terrace. I, so I can, you know, theoretically, until I'm not clear about what's a law of nature, I could test the law of nature by saying it's not true because I burned paper and it's gone. But once I feel this is an established law, I say, okay, I'm going to have to explain the phenomena on the lower rung based on the phenomena in the higher rung. A person it takes geometry. That's how geometry works. We have a, a list of, of a dozen axioms. And then from those axioms, we build out. Um, and if anybody proves anything in, 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 a, in, in geometry, I can ask him, I can say, what you're saying here is Caesar, this and this axiom, invalid. Because those axioms are a certain sherish, they're first. The, the points that I'm making about the practical world in, in my geometric reasoning are derivatives of that. And the Mela, I can always go back to the sherish and, and ask a question. Now, let's say I, I'm an employee. One more example. I'm an employee of a firm. Well, the only things I can do is what the firm permits. So let's say the firm does not permit um, a, a secretary to issue a check more than $1,000. Then, then, then a check that a secretary issued is not valid. He, he does not have the right to dispense that, that amount of cash. That's all. Very simple. Now, um, so one of the basic laws of nature is the, the speed of light. 
So nothing that happens in this world can go faster than the speed of light. And if I find something that seems to go faster than the speed of light, I'm going to have to have an answer for it. But let's go back to the example of the company. Let's say the owner decides, and it's a one-person ownership. It's not, it's not a corporation, I think. He decides to do something differently. So you're going to say, no, no, Mr. Goldberg, it says in the bylaws, isn't that? What is this in the bylaws? I made the bylaws, good bylaws. You know, Gendik, finished. What's, what's the, what's, what are you asking me? I said on Sunday that I'm not going to do this. So say this, but, but, but it's not binding on me. Yankel, who, who got hired by Mr. Goldberg, so his Metzias is an employee of, and, and Bimela, he's he is subsumed on those laws. I'm, I'm, I'm the Shurish of laws. I made the bylaws, and to, today I made a different bylaw. So what's the, what's the, what's the kasha? So somebody's going to come along and say, Shem is be given, you know, the Amoid, it might bring a, a steer to the laws of, of, of how quickly something will fly, how gravity, whatever it is. Where's the kasha? Who made this law that, that, that light is capped at, at, at the speed of light? Who made these laws? So to ask a question from nature, on God, if if we understand, if we understand God in a very primitive way, like He's another being that's floating around the Metzias, kind of doing all sorts of um, you know strong things and so on, then we could then we crave of Him to it. But that's not our, that's not that's not how we that's not how we understand God. That's not how we define God. Our God is the source of everything. And Benela, to ask a question from nature on God. Is ludicrous. It's like, it's like telling him, Mr. Goldberg, you wrote in your bylaws that you shouldn't do X, Y, Z. Say that. So that's what I wrote about. So I'm not, I'm not listening. I'm, I'm doing something else. I'm not bound by it. I made them. They didn't make me. So the laws of nature work wonderfully well in an absolute way for anything that came after the minute that nature came. So anything that's a product of nature is bound by those laws. But the person who made nature, the entity who made nature, is not bound by it. So Cadmus, in the on the physical, uh, when we're talking about the physical mitzvahs of Cadmus, um, I'm sorry, we're talking Cadmus as regard to to Dizinyanim. That's the big difference. Can we put a question on Maisi Hashem from something or not? There was a fascinating, there's a tshuva in, in, in a Rajba where he brings somebody that there are certain impossibilities that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can't do either. He, from the Badashi, he, he doesn't answer him. So it's not clear what the Rajba's position was. I'm not even clear so much what the interaction, but it's brought that the marshal could HaKadosh Baruch Hu make that something smaller fits into, something bigger fits something smaller. These type of things are impossibilities that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can't do, something like that. So the Radzina in his in his Akdoma to, to Besakov writes uh, a whole contrast against it. And one of the things he writes is um, it says that Kodesh Baruch Hu, it says that in the in the um, in the Kodesh Hakadoshim, the content was bigger than, than 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 the walls, or as big as the walls. So Akadosh Baruch Hu make something bigger, fit as something smaller, even though it is an impossibility. It's, it's, it's something that can't be true. It can't be in the context that we exist. Kaddish Baruch Hu created that context. So Vimela, it's, it's uh, Lared Varmola. That's when we're dealing with physical laws and the importance of Kadmus in that area. Next, and this is much, a, a much stronger point. What about laws of morality? Well, the question is, what does it mean, natural laws of morality? And what significance do they have? So um, Darwin explained them as being what's developed over time, evolved over time for the benefit of society and everybody. People help each other, people protect the young, people do this, people do that. And all, all my Satoyev explained as a type of evolutionary development that benefited the tribe in the whole. So um, what value does it have? 
A, it means that it's simply uh, a good mechanism. Um, it, it, that's all. It, it has no value. So if somebody tells me, you know, I, I, it's important to walk because our body was designed by evolution not to sit all day by a desk. Good point. But if I choose to sit all day by a desk, I'm not evil. I'm, I'm not bad. I'm, I'm, I'm getting my, I'm, 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 I'm having, a, I'm going to have a hard time with my health. But so what? But, 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 but it's, it's, it's certainly the music of moral doesn't mean anything. What do you mean? It's not moral to sit because our body was designed to hunt, to walk around, to jump, to do whatever it is. But say that, you know, I can see everything. And therefore what? So I understand it's healthier to walk, but that's it. All Darwin can say is that it's better for um, a society when people have a gemach and they help each other. Great. So um, let Darwin help anybody he wants to. I'm, 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 I'm not doing it. So what? The, the word bad, evil, wrong, it, it doesn't mean anything. It, the word most I can say is efficient and not efficient. Um, if you believe in nothing but a natural world evolved, then what does it mean there's a natural law that people have freedom? What, what kind of natural law is it? The vast majority of, 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 of societies, they not hold that way. So what's natural about it? And, and, what is, and if it is a natural law, what does it mean? Where does it exist? That, that whole concept. Does, so the, the, we, we will use a term that the Rambam uses in Moran Vuchim, and it's not his term, it's a term. It's called Mefursamos. Mefursamos means generally accepted ideas are probably right. The Rambam writes this about Eitzadas and so on. So I agree that, that, that um, it, it doing good is a generally accepted and positive value. But where did it come from? Why is that validity? I mean, I am willing to say, just like most people, uh, let's say so, most people like sounds that, that uh, have a certain um, proportion, a, a certain symmetry to them, and they call it music, and the other stuff they call garbage. Now, I accept 95% people, 90% people, 80% people will, 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 will feel this music is, is euphonic, and this is um, cacophonic. This is good, this is bad. And therefore, what does it mean? It, it, all it means is some people like, some people don't like it. Um, you like running around doing charity. I like killing people. Machetesa, you know, you can tell me it's a different taste. You tell me most people don't have my taste, and I don't. What does that mean? What does that mean? Natural means as what? Coming from where? And, you know, it, 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 it's, it's feelings. So there are many feelings. Most people like chocolate more than vanilla. Most people like certain sounds. Most people like certain symmetry in art. It's, so what does it say? It says most people like it. That's all. But we don't feel that way. We feel very, very strong, powerful sense. If a person sees paintings that are not symmetrical, he's not going to rally the world to make all paintings symmetrical. I once had a roommate who was a big mephonic, and he said, I'm not asking to be Masada. Just allow me to be Masada stuff because I can't bear to look at the way your stuff is, 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 is not Masada. I said, Gesundheit, as long as you're not asking anything from me, do whatever you want. You know, I'm, 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 I'm happy with that. So, so the answer is we feel very strong that people with most significant. I once had a, a young boy in my house, he was 18 years old, this was an artist yet. He was from Los Angeles and from a from family, kind of a modern from family of sorts. And he himself had gone off to Derek, whatever. His brother had become a yeshiva, he off to Derek. And he was about 18, 19 years old. And he was talking about South Africa, how terrible and this. This was still in the time of apartheid. So I asked him, um, if you were, were given the chance to go to South Africa and to fight for the rights of the black people, and it might cost you your life. Would you, would you do it? And he said, absolutely. I said, what's the logic? You're giving a life to somebody else's life. Where's the logic now? So he thought a moment and he said, I'd be helping many people. I'm one, I'd be helping m- many more people. So I said, I have a great idea for you. I said, check into a hospital 
and let them cut you apart. And they can give the heart to save one person, two lungs to save two people, two kidneys, two people. Liver can go many ways. And I said, you can save many more people with your life. You wouldn't do that. And you would say this off, my husband, why? I said, it's not helping people. It's the sense of injustice. And that's something that's not rational. And it's not something that's there. So the answer to that is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, more than created, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is toiv, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu created in human beings an organ, we'll call it the conscience, that can feel tov, be attracted to it, be, be, be abhorred by ra, and, and detest it. Just like you have a tongue and eyes and nose, this is a much more abstract, but it's an organ. It comes from Gersh Baruch Hu. And it is a positive part of people, not only positive, but it's essential. A person who doesn't have it is a psychopath. And, 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 and he's a dangerous person, and he's a bad person, and possibly not a person. That's who put it into, into the Bria. So morality itself is... A, 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 a value system of more lacus, less lacus. And our conscience is not the ones who created it. It's not what gives it its right or wrong. It's an organ that detects it. So just like my eye is not what makes the sun bright or not a dim, it measures the sun's brightness dimness. This is the, the organ that's called the conscience. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu told us that we should use that book. He gave it to us for a reason. And the reason is to make use of it even when we're not given a Torah. That's one of the reasons for this. Um, so even in areas before the Torah was given, Stein, by, by Dora Mabel, they had a conscience. And if their conscience was not functioning, they have no schus as human beings. They're not only were they not human beings, they were, they were minus. They were akshadim. They were bad. Um, because a human being without a conscience is the worst. So a person is held accountable for not using his conscience when he should have. It also means that even Dine Torah, that's what it says, Yosher and Toiv are meant to be, um, to, 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 to our sense of right and wrong is meant to be shaped by the Torah. That's why when we learn Mormonism, and it's meant to be a a um, um, a type of um, way of using it uh, in in, um, in in ways that the Torah didn't give something specific. So I develop a sense of Yashiv Toiv in the Gemara. It's called Lifnimishor Sadid. I, the din cuts one thing, and and my own personal sense of it, as shaped and developed by Torah, is going beyond it. That's Ratzin Hashem. But when it comes to ask a kasha on a Kaddish Baruch Hu, just like asking the kasha, how can Kaddish Baruch Hu come here quicker than the speed of light? They tell me Kaddish Baruch Hu is here and there at the same time. Klau Yadua, that something can't be in two places at the same time. Of course, it's a Kalal Yudua from creation onwards. So, so to say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it, it could even talk about morality vis-a-vis HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What does it mean vis-a-vis HaKadosh Baruch Hu? It comes from there. So it's two things. First of all, you can't ask a question from a lower rung to a high rung. And it's more than that. I once had a, um, a certain woman that I, that I was speaking, I was involved with, she went through a very, very traumatic time. From person, I don't know the person, went through a very traumatic event and lost a, a child, whatever. And then she was talking to me while I was talking about her, the child, about all the child. And she said, you know, I, I love him so intensely. I don't even think Hashem could love him that way or something like that. And, I, and she said it emotional, you know, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't a philosophic statement, it was an emotional statement. I corrected her and I said, it says, the love that you have in the heart, the, 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 the faculty of love that we have, where does it come from? 
It doesn't come from us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu implanted in people a sense of loving. It's not possible. The statement is a meaningless statement. So when it comes to right and wrong, there's no thing of asking, uh, you know, because twofold. First of all, HaKadosh Baruch was one who who brought him around the world, so he can't, you can't ask a percha from, 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 from the laws, too. Um, the, 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 our sense of indignation and war comes from Baruch Hu. Our sense of horror at killing somebody is because HaKadosh Baruch Hu put us, it gave us that sense. Where did it come from? We earned it. We, we, we created it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu planted us a sense. So, so what we ask, so, so, so we ask a percha. There are times when we can ask, and those are as follows. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us Torah, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us, the famous, famous Reb Chaim about Avram Avinu, he said, I could have asked you, I could have, I could have said this and this and this. I, you know, I didn't. So Reb Chaim said, when the Akeda was completed, there was a shtickle Torah there. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, give me Yitzhak called Zarah. Kashbaruch who said, uh, you know, that he should be Malayla Oila, and and the answer is, you Malay him and you're not him. That's a shikatoya, and that's permitted. That's appropriate because we're allowed to learn. We're allowed to ask questions. Akadishbaruch who says it says in Chazal Kashbaruch keeps the Torah, and in the Torah it says this and this and this. So Balkarach, this event fits into it. Explain to me how it fits into it. I'm asking for enlightenment. I'm trying to understand, here's a baby who died without having been turned to Amchet such a cruel way. Enlighten me. It, to live in darkness is difficult. Explain to me. Enlighten me. Give me some sense of it. it when that's genuine, that's 100% right. Avram Avinu was allowed to tiny it, because Hashem wanted it. Hashem said, Hanichali. Um, Meaning that that I'm allowing you to come and to place a taina. Every time we have a tefillah, somebody's laying ill. So I come along and say, Baruch please heal him. I'm arguing on a Kaddish Baruch Hu's, uh, good sense of things. No, a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants that. He told us that this is what we do. So we do it because we're allowed to. Um, all of the all of the neviim, whenever they they question, they were asking. They wanted enlightenment. They wanted to understand. It was painful to live in darkness, but. It, it wasn't a percha, it, it was, it was um, a question for guidance and understanding. That is absolutely permitted and so on. So let's sum up the picture and understand it. The word natural is a, a morality is as meaningful as saying nature. It's, 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 it's a slate of hand. A person feels that to be creator, um, to say things took care of themselves sounds absurd. So we say Mother Nature. Mother Nature this, nature's brought this, nature's brought that. People like that because it helps them sort of bridge the gap between the ludicrous to, the, to, to what they're trying to deny. So Mother Nature is good. Mother Nature doesn't ask for much and she gives us everything. So it's a good, it's a good lady, Mother Nature. In the, same, in the world of um, morality, the Yisraeli said this is Akadosh Baruch Hu is Kadmai. Kadmai means Akadosh Baruch Hu is the Shorish of everything. Um, it includes nature, which is not our topic. It includes morality, which is our topic. Morality is a divine manifestation in the world. And therefore, asking questions Akadosh Baruch Hu, Pirchas Akadosh Baruch Hu for morality is absurd. Two, Naturally comes from where? What is it? I, you could say the fanciest, most beautiful poetic words. Every man has right to exist. What mean a man has a right? Does, 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 does every fish have right to exist? The sharks don't think so. The, the, you know, animals, always the strongest wins. What does it mean it's a natural law? Many people feel this way. Many people don't feel this way. I don't, I'm not sure if more people would like to, to, to swallow the neighbor than, than to be nice to him. I'm not sure what the, what the, what the statistics are. It's, it's nonsense. It is true that we have, every human being has in himself an organ, 
and I'm using the word in a kind of abstract uh, way, that senses right and wrong. And that's called our conscience. It is something. And that is a Bria from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and it's the most sacred Bria of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in, 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 in a human being. It's what makes a human being human. Without it, the Torah doesn't look at you as human. The, the conscience that we have is generally positive. It generally leads to, good, to, to, right, to, to right conclusions. But the Torah is emes. And if the, if, if the Torah says you should do X, Y, Z, even if, if, if it doesn't sit well with our conscience, then we have to rethink it, understand it. We have to follow no matter what because we understand it's the right thing. And it's, it's, I understand very well that it's very hard to understand how killing out an entire nation, children, men, animals could be right. But it's right. The one thing I understand is it's right. Can I say that I understand it, that, that I really can fit it into my mind? I can't. So, so what? Um, I can ask for guidance from Akash Prabhu, that Akash Prabhu allow me to understand it. That's appropriate. I can ask for, 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 for HaKadosh Baruch Hu should do things that he wants to do. Look at the nations of the world, how much, how cool the Al-Qaeda rise and so on. All of these are the Surah HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants it to inspire. So we, our, the counsel that we have, which is really the, the, the side of what we would call natural law, it's something which when it's not in conflict with Torah, and and it sits in the big picture well with Vazatera, it's positive and it's good, and therefore it's something we should do. It also means that the Torah itself, like Rabban says, it, within the laws the Torah gave us, the Torah expected us to learn from that and extrapolate outwards. It's sort of a bigger picture of it. Um, in those cases, it's very, very positive. And in those cases, it exists. Sometimes it's unclear. It's, it's, it's a, I always say it's a type of, when people ask, why can't you follow your conscience is A, because it's not 100% right. And it's more than that. It can deal with general things, but not with details. Being charitable is something we can relate to, but who gets Kadima and stuck and how much stuff do you have to give and who's the Chiva and all that type of stuff. That's something that is not the, uh, it, the conscience is like the nose. It, it has a general sense of a smell of things, but it cannot focus and say precisely. The eyes are very precise. They can say, oh, this is here and this. If I walk in the place, there's a bad smell. I say something is this dead matter here, there's junk, there's garbage, but I can't exactly it's, it's, it, it, it get to it. The conscience is the, is the same thing. Okay, I'll go upon it. That's the, that's the point. That's what I wanted to speak about. That's what I wanted to describe. Okay. Thank you, Ravobianski. Thank you so much. Is there time for questions? A little bit, yeah. Okay. So if there's anyone who has a question, I have a question, but I'd rather pass it on to the Seabor if there's anyone who has a question. Rabbi Berg from Passaic, please. Hi. Um, just wanted to know what the Rav think about. So the conscience is an organ. Does does, does the, is the conscious shape of what uh, what someone has been uh, taught uh, from uh, from education, or the or, or, or the conscience can be something that transcends, you know, education is something that is natural, quote unquote, uh, in every human being. So, I believe, and again, psychologists work with this. You'll have kids that are at a young age, like kidnapped by you know, Boko Haram, these type of things, and the made in sugar, a lot of them are able to snap back out of it because there's a sense that there is an underlying emiss. And, and therefore, you know, people, even if they grow up on a form of age under difficult circumstances, wrestle with it, fight with it. There is something to it that is... Someone, someone told, I, I once read an account, very, very powerful. I can't remember who it was. Ah, I know, I know. It was a book written by a Russian a Jewish fellow who lived under the Soviet Union. 
And one of the things that Stalin, one of the horrendous things that Stalin did was he encouraged young children to rat on their parents. Um, and, you know, it was, you were considered to be a big hero. I forgot the name. There's a story of a little, of a young boy who, who ratted on his parents. It's a famous Russian classic of that era. And all kids were taught that this is heroic, this is great, this is fantastic, this is wonderful, bachulu, bachulu, bachulu. Um, so they had a special camp for these heroes of the revolution. So these young little Pritzenlachter, the eight, nine-year-old, ten-year-old kids, would, would go to this camp and they were lauded and they would have much better accommodation than other people, so on. But this person writes, everything was fine and good. At night, all these kids would have nightmares and cry and scream. He was there, he was part of it. And and and, and my feeling is because down deep, there's the, you know, uh, there's, there is the type. And that's why there's hope for people who have gone through a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. If I could ask, Rav, there, there are there are some things in in the literature of Chazal that seem to have at, at first glance a sort of a corrective angle to them, things corrective in, towards Torah. So things like Mipnei Tikkun Oilam, or or Cherem Dera Benu Gershom, which is post Chazal, or uh, even when even in in radical cases of Pshara. You know where where Yosher dictates something that is against the the din. You know, like I, there's a story that Rabbi Shechter Shlita tells about about Rabbi Chaim with a case of of Bailov Imoy. Uh, you know, there where we where the where the Dayanim paskin against the halacha of Bailov Imoy. So where do these more corrective elements fit in to this to this uh, scheme? The Magdal Mishnah, I didn't read the Magdal Mishnah. He says, the Indian didn't been a Mazar, Shetarasena Tmima Nas Betikin Midas Odabar and Gossip Oilam Klolim. So it says like Ramban that the Torah gave us just Klolim. But Kavone says, She is Nai Ban Hoga Toiva be Sharm Bene Otom. Lay Hoyam in a Roy because it's always protein. Why didn't the Torah tell us details? The fish mitzvahs are Torah b'chalais cholzmin b'chal inyan. Torah is meant to last all the time, all the years, in every circumstance. U bechreya chayev lasiske. U midasod vanagosim is chalafes v'yazman v'yishim. And and interactions change over the years. Mores norms, people. The Chazal kosvu k'tzat protim ilim leivatas kol elu. So Chazal gave us some. So this point um, would explain Tikkun Olam. Chazal were given this to Akadosh Baruch Hu was mishatif us um, in Torah. The way it was mishatif us is as follows: What a Shabbos is defined with Lamites Malachis. A person who who touches Muktza or who moves Muktzah, is not being Mechal Shabbos. Now, the Torah said, Torah has to be installed in human beings. So just like the Marshall, when they bring a window from the factory, the window is perfect. It's, it's exactly X inches by X feet. My house, a little bit less than perfect. So, so when they're putting it in, they need to cut a little on the side, to add some shmir on this side, it's, it's the result of the house. HaKadosh Baruch Hu made a shutfim, so how Torah would fit human beings, that's where Chazal made mishmeres, that's where Tikkun Olam comes in, Takane Sa'ir, and all of these in Yana. So it's it's preordained that it should be that way, that, that Tikkun Olam, all these things are things that 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 are mitzad odom, um, not mitzad uh, and that Ramam says when he says why is it not Baltosif? Because our our definition of Jabanas have to be not that these are mitzvahs, but these are important um, prerequisites or 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 shmiris or however you want to call it for mitzvahs. Okay. okay. So how, how, do, how do how do things like uh you know, 
how do those fit into these clubs? So, so that's, that's a good question. And, and, but the difference between trying to understand or a pircha, it, it, let's take a look at science. In science, you have a stage of pirchas. Le Marshall, um, the, 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 the um, you know, someone puts forth a thesis, a hypothesis, and people do experiments. And some experiments seem to show that's not true. Yes, true, not true, not true. And we're at a stage where we're trying to do that. Certain things, like if somebody, if somebody, um, if, if some, the law of conservation of matter and energy, we, we, we're not at a stage of pirchas anymore. If somebody would come to the to U.S. Patent Office, he has a machine that makes something out of nothing. They would tell him, "No, that's that's the Department of Justice Ponzi scheme department. That's not doesn't belong to us. And in, 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 the only thing that makes more money and takes in is a Ponzi scheme. But but this has no shaykhs with, with with physics. It, it, we take it as a cloud. And Bimela, we 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 try to understand why does it seem that it's like that." So the Torah is Rachmin, overwhelming, everything's Rachmin. And there are a few cases, Mesor Morer and Irene Dachas, all of those, that, now, the, the, the one, an answer that applies to many of these cases is, you know, almost every Misa, you, you have to warn the person with two Adim, and the person says, I'm still going to do it. So A, it means the person is very far gone. The person himself is going to get himself into trouble. It means that that um, the Torah is just presenting it more as a, a, a description of how severe it is. So we talk about that most of the time we're talking about um, an ability to describe severity of something. It's hard to see. I, I mean, it, it mostly when you want to catch something, people get caught when they don't think. But for somebody to walk in front of two police officers and kill the other person, something's wrong. He's either asking to be killed or something. So the, 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 the cases, the amount of cases possible that, that would actually come to that is minuscule, but that's what it is. And, and we can ask ourselves, you know, the, the, what's the pshat? Why is it, why is it a chesed Hashem? Why is it, has it fit? And if we don't know, we don't know. So it's, we can learn it to understand it, but we can't ask questions. That, that, you know, it's it's not in the realm. Asking a question from our feelings, Takarish Baruch, who's Maisim, is, is meaningless. Thank you, okay. Rabbi Lubiansky. Thank you very, very much for making the time for us. We really appreciate it. It's always okay. wonderful to be with us, and we really appreciate it. Well, Thank you, Zibor, for joining us. And with God's help, we look forward to having Rabbi uh, Gershenfeld on Thursday and Rabbi Tatz a week from today, Tuesday. Both of those events are at noon Eastern, not like today's time, uh, at the same link that you joined today. So we look forward to each of you joining us. Shkoyah. Shkoyah.